They say data is the new gold. Well, here's why every engineer should know how to handle a database. I want to be an engineer so freaking bad. Optimize the things I've always had. Engineering IRL. Hey everyone, today's episode is brought to you by the engineering IRL community. You can thank yourselves, especially especially the members that in, that joined in on the um, on the Facebook post. This includes Ashley Moore, Andres Ariaga, Brandon Sario, Robin Haydar, um, Harry Kadi, Harrison Whitkey, and Zara Barger. Welcome, welcome. Enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sario Dev Show Engineering IRL where I take you through engineering concepts and teach you how to apply them to real life. Now today's episode, it's quite the doozy actually. This is now revision 26 um, and the topic is going to be databases, right? You heard it in the intro, data is the new gold, okay? and now. In this episode, the main thing that I want to cover with you is a few things. And the main thing is, why should all engineers know about this? If you're you know, like a computer engineer, a software engineer, um, or systems engineer, it may be more apparent that you need to work with databases. But I think all engineers should. And I may have actually harped on this uh, point in a previous episode, but I might go into a little bit more depth about how these work. and. Uh, and kind of what, what you should do and then why, like what's the scope. So I'm gonna open real quick um, with, in terms of the detail, if you actually wanna have the full, full detail, um, there's actually a pretty cool podcast that we have. It's a friend of the show uh, run by uh, Andres Ariaga. It's the Computer Software and Slash Software Engineering College Courses Review Podcast. All right, I'll leave a link in the in the description. Check it out, um, friends of the show. So check it out, and actually he does a really good uh, coverage of the uh, of their databases subject in the degree for studying, and it could be really useful. And it'll actually cover a completely different part of databases and more from the from the studying and the learning of it aspect. Oops. Now. Onto our content. So our content, I think it's pretty cool. So in this day and age, you'll see so much. There's now um, a lot of uh, like data science courses and coming up, and data scientists at the moment are, are can command a lot of money. Actually, can demand and command a lot of money from the industry because if you know anything about anything, AI is the hot right now. Everyone's talking about AI. And every business is talking about being digital. So I can tell you from my experience that um, I'm always contemplating how deep I go into um, kind of the, the data strand of things, right? And not, and not just doing the, what the data scientists do. There, there's, a lot that, there's a lot of engineering scope when it comes to all of this. And in addition, there are a lot of engineering fields, right? Think about industry that could take advantage of uh, all this kind of stuff but don't at the moment all right but anyway 
uh, I want to pull it back a little bit. I want to pull it back a little bit. And this episode will tie in to the next episode, which is going to be hella good. If you heard the news, Alpha Alpha Star. So it's built on AlphaGo, uh, which is uh, Google DeepMind, uh, their AI. And it beat Pro StarCraft 2 players today. Today, if you're in the US. Anyway, this is new news. I'll cover that in another episode, and and we'll tie some cool stuff in there. But I'm going to pull it back now even further so you get some fundamentals. This is why we need to focus on databases. Okay? So, for every, for every engineer here, at some point, at the end of the day, you're going to deal with a good friend of ours called um, Excel. You know, MS Office, Excel applications, there's lists, sheets, ooh. Even if you're doing, um, let's say you're very electrical, right? And you're focused all on cables, cable management. Um, and I'm talking about like runs, like IO point runs um, that, you know, kilometers long or whatever it is. Like at some point you will need a list of the things that you're engineering, right? There's going to be some devices, there's going to be lists that you deal with. And Excel is perfect for this. It's fine. It's fine for this, let's call it. It's quick, simple. You're just making a list of items. Okay? And it's very, very tempting, and it happens all the time, where this list is kept as data, right? You're storing the data from the list, which is fine. But what happens is that list needs to grow, and someone needs to do something else, and someone else wants to add a couple of other things to store in that list, because that's the central place that stores the data of the thing. And essentially, it becomes your uh, database. Like it becomes, it becomes a place where all the data lives, and you end up using a whole bunch of Excel filters and things like this to, because to, you, once you get a bunch of data, you start going, wait a minute, let me find out X or let me find out Y. Like you want to filter onto that data and get a little bit more information out of it, which you should do. This is correct. Now, the thing is, this document lives and kind of evolves and grows. But the second, the second you have, um, we'll call it data about the data, Right, so what a piece of data is a row in in the in the data in the Excel sheet. So let's say you have a um, you have a uh, a list of devices, okay, a list of transformers, and for each transformer, they got they got like different. Ser- you got a column, you got an attribute, right? You got a column called ser- uh, serial number. You might have model. You might have like um, all the technical specifications about it. And then you might have like. Yeah, so everything about the device, and that's nice on one row, and you have 10 devices, or you have 10 transformers, 10 different types, and you have them in a list. Cool, happy. And then you go, well, I have a bunch of customers that have these, or I have an order that has these, you know? You know, I want to order, I've ordered 15 of them, and you want to track the order against the items, but you don't want to double up that information, so you try to reconcile this. It grows extremely quickly. And the way I look at it is, the second you have data repeated between one one row and another set of data so it does, so if you need to do multiple lines within a sheet or within a row this is a sign that your data is growing that you're actually storing a base of data let's call it a base of data aka a database and and you know something like even microsoft access which is a database management system dbms Manager is a system to manage a base of data. 
Now, it might seem crazy why I'm explaining this and saying this over and over, but once, like, if you're if you're a student, it's not so obvious, and if you're new to a company, you'll start seeing this, and if you exist in a company, you may know of these, but there are so many Excel sheets that are overused and used as databases, too many, and they exceed their function, and you get little, you know, codes and different sheets, and oh, oh, it is not optimized for the management of data, the databases. So this is why I recommend you learn about databases no matter who you are. Because if you're an engineer, you're dealing with data. If you're an engineer, you're, de- you're dealing with things that you need to record, right? You need to do things against things. There's standards you have to meet. So you want to go, how many devices have had their check? You might have ITPs and checklists and uh, your check sheets, your quality checks. Those are all stored somewhere. Right, and you might have a bunch of Excel sheets or folder structures or whatever it is, but it needs to go in a database. Okay, then you head over to uh, if you want to learn more about it. There's so many resources you can literally Google it. But you may head over to that um, to to the podcast um, and, and and learn more there. Okay, but it's very important to understand this concept and to 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 not idolize it not be afraid to offer to upgrade an excel sheet to a database now the thing is that in fairness okay in fairness a lot of things get to once you get into this you'll start turning things into databases that don't necessarily need to be and another mistake that happens is databases end up especially when you use something like access people use databases like excel sheets they try to filter on them or they export it to excel and do things on it Step one, get your data into a database. Okay, understand the understand what are the attributes, what are what is the data you're storing and why? Do I really need to know this thing? And if I do, what is it belong to? Okay, so you have you have um, attributes, okay? Then what you need to do is understand what's called relationships. Your databases must have relationships okay the problem is when you first start entering database world from excel sheet world you just store a bunch of tables and you run queries ish and and you force the relationship you you basically build the relationship into the query this is what's going to happen now if you're not keeping up because you don't know what queries and and things are um when you get up to this when you're running into this situation you will you'll educate yourself and you'll learn I'm just giving you what to look out for when you get on this journey, okay? If you want more details, I'll go through I'll do maybe another database episode. We can go through even more detail. Now, you've gone through, you learned about relationships, then you learn how to properly build queries, which is good. And now what this means is you have all your information and you know how to return results of any of the information that you need. The next step is knowing how to build the forms for it. And this is actually where you kind of evolve as a technologist, let's call it. You think about the data differently. You don't think about the data as the data. You think about the data as the information which you would like to represent at some point, okay? And the information which you would like to represent and who is going to be receiving this, right? What would make most sense to them? This is where engineers are notoriously bad at UI design. So if you listen to revision 12, revision 13, of the podcast, I go through why UI is important to learn. And this is actually, probably that's probably actually the episode where I touch on this, but you need to go back, you need to listen to that, and you need to understand this concept. 
but I'll give you some base concept. There is no scenario where if you've created a database correctly with a front end that people use, that they should have to go to the back end and touch the database. You should not have to edit any fields. If you find any user requiring that, then you haven't built your interface correctly, A. And B, you might have found you've stored all the data about things that don't matter, or C, what it can help you do is actually figure out what's going on with your data. Now there are five, uh, there's five steps to uh, what's called like, um, for, for knowing if a database has been, uh, is completed essentially. Um, and I'll tell you a couple of them. The first thing you do is you normalize the data and you make sure the data is all correct. Then you make sure you never have duplicate data. You never should store a piece of data twice. If you're storing a piece of data twice, you're doing something wrong. I'll, I'll put a link to this as well, actually, but there's like a five rule thing. I can't, it, it, it's escaping my mind. But you need to jump on that. Okay, and learn how to do a database properly. It doesn't take long. I mean, some people, like you might think um, there's a lot to learn about it, but there, re there really isn't. And it's a habit and it's a mindset and it will make you think about data better and it will actually give you a different way of thinking about solving problems. Things that normally are complex, you instantly think about the data, about uh, what, what kind of queries you could make about the data that you do have and figure things out. A lot of times you will have so many lists upon lists upon lists and actually what happens is once you get data's, uh, databases set up and, and queries set up, you can start to um, script things off of it. You can actually start making your job easier. You can actually start engineering off of your databases. Let's say, for example, you have, a, uh, you have 55 devices to configure. At the end of the day, you store all that data out, you put it into a database, you now have it for record and for storage, and then you go, you know what, I want to edit the configuration. You write a script that takes that data and writes the configuration file that you load into the devices, and instead of to walk around to edit 50 devices at once, you edit the, the source data and let that edit the configurations and now you have everything on record. Very, very cool. That's some powerful stuff. And if you're a student, engineering student, this is a skill to pick up. I hella recommend this. Okay, because even if it's a big company or a small company, okay, unless they're a database company, all right, fine. But a big company, a big engineering company even, or a small engineering company can always have help with organizing their data. They collect so much and they do so much time, spend so much time on engineering that databases are always a thing around it. Like are around, uh, it gets a secondary um, a priority, let's call it. Like another project or another, uh, uh, another engineering job will take precedence over the data about the job. Okay. Most mature uh, companies or groups will have something in place, but even then you can optimize. So you automatically, you automatically become an asset to whichever group that you're working with if you have some sort of skill in databases. That's a win. And the other piece is seeing where data is going. So I'm going to tie this back in, in, in now. Seeing where data is going and how much of a commodity it's becoming and how important it is, the data itself is like gold, like it's worth something. But you as an engineer need to process that gold into jewelry, let's call it, right? These are the pieces of information that you use to help a business achieve better goals or whatever it is. So, so a lot of the times, 
it helps you be more efficient so that that's a problem that is an ongoing problem but it also helps you identify problems that you never knew you had right this is all coming off the back of databases honestly and actually in the tech world like databases are moving quickly so everything that I've explained to you is basically a relational database you got relationships between fields and, 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 and there's data types and you get all that organized and you get all that right there are new database types that work on new methodologies new um, uh, it's, it's like a, a new mindset that comes with it so this is not to say oh well then don't just study the latest or study which one. like it doesn't matter you need to get this mindset right you need to think uh, in databases already when you think about data you need to think carefully about data and the skills you learn in it you can apply to other databases because if you notice I'm not telling you about how great SQL is SQL search query by language I'm not telling you the details of the code and how useful that is I'm telling you the power in uh, looking at data differently um, in a way that it benefits your customers and in a way that you can use it to design upfront that is what is the transferable part part about learning databases but that does mean you should learn at least one right and a relational database is the simplest progressive form to go from Excel sheet to a database create some relationships do some queries create some basic forms then step up the type of information you want to know then start learning that hey maybe I can find out more information and find out hidden gems of information from whatever you're collecting right and then you improve a process or you create some efficiency and then boom look at you mr. engineer working on productivity of the company which it just reflects really well and now you're a go-to right now you're a go-to so databases are hella powerful for your career for this reason and of course someone sends you a bunch of data or they collect like let's say uh, forensics all right so yes in engineering there's a whole lot of forensics that happen okay digital forensics you know mechanical when something goes wrong the engineers are like well, the, the first question comes to the engineers what the hell happened right what the hell happened maybe it's technicians or operators know but when they don't know this is when no one knows what the hell happened it comes to engineers and you have a whole bunch of data a whole bunch of logs and that's all you have to go on right because you use human logic to, to you work backwards like if you remember revision 2 troubleshooting episode you work backwards you, you troubleshoot you work through it you figure it out but at some point one of the pieces of data that you need is figuring out the sequence of events what occurred when why how right and sometimes the fault doesn't come at the point of the error or the fault right the real culprit happens prior to that and you need to be able to follow data back and now if you know anything about any data or time tagged events certain devices you might have one device or you might be involving three devices plus login information plus you know information of who was in the area you know plus two other systems information and you want to tie that all together it gets very complicated right because you know every 14 seconds you know this pump opens and you know every 18 seconds this happens and you know every 10 minutes you know Bob goes on a break or whatever it is or there's a whole bunch of factors and you need to if you want to really figure it out and be an asset to figuring that out the job from the engineer's point of view is that hey put this in a data this is might be where there's a weakness you don't go 
hey, put this in a database, create a query and figure out the timestamps and what occurred when. No one tells you that. The question is, what happened? And you, equipped with all your database skills, goes, well, if we have some information about it, I can pull it in together and try figure it out and try trace out what happened. That's the level of database skills you need to develop. One, two, asset management, things like that. Three, optimizing processes. Four, I'm sure there's a four. What's my four? Four is gonna be um, being able to read other people's databases. <laughs> That's a cop out. Five, being prepared, okay, being prepared for um, the, the data revolution, let's call it. And it's already happening, don't get me wrong, you know, digital data, all that sh stuff is happening. It's live, it's real, and you know it. But you want to be part of that. You don't want to be left uh, behind. You don't want to be, um, you know, when you think of people that don't understand the internet because they didn't grow up in it, right? You don't want to be that. Now, databases aren't new, but the way that data is being taken into AI and things like this, that's where it's going. And where AI excels is that it answers questions or it lets you find links or this kind of information or forensics or trends or whatever it is on things that you couldn't before, things that databases alone couldn't tell you, but you had the data. So there's a lot to learn and, and you can learn and you can uh, get advantages of it from small all the way to the top end. Pretty cool, right? So hopefully um, you don't take this with a grain of salt. You actually go in and try to do this um, and then understand that even, you know, as an engineer, you don't need to be an IT specialist or some data dude or a computer engineer. Even if you're civil, even if you're electrical, even if you're mechanical, it's a useful skill to have. And if, particularly if you're a newer engineer or an intern, you can see the benefits of the skill and how you can become an asset outside of just um, your pure engineering technical skills. All right, with that being said, I just want to say once again, thanks for listening. If you're a fan of the show, please go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash engineer IRL, like the page, show us some love. And then also, um, sariodev.com is going to be migrated and updated. I'm going to a new host. All right, the page will look so much better. That's being worked on now. Don't forget to check out the computer science software engineering um, uh, podcast follow that link let them know you, we, uh, that you, you came from us and that's it I hope you enjoy it's the long weekend here right so we have a public holiday coming up so happy holidays to all and um, yeah see you in the next episode If you guys want to be part of the shout out rounds at the beginning of the podcast, join in at the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash engineer IRL, and look out for the episode announcement uh, posts, and then there'll be instructions there how you can be part of the next shout outs.